Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Janine Between the Friggin' Lines. Literature and lifestyle for leisure. Today's episode, what better way to rig back in the return of the pod than with a signature sorely missed by me. Podcast. Not your regular type of podcast, though, if you kind of look at my statistics, it's kind of been, like, regular, but what better way to kick this back off than with a juicy, beautiful, oh, T, T, oh, T, T, oh, T, T, oh, T, T, ah, it's been way, way too long, I'm coming at you with all the new, new, new job, new place, new house, new computer. Shout out to the uh, the Google Chromebook. You guys have to tell me. I've been recording um, on iPhone for the past, I don't know, how long have I had? Oh my god, we're coming on like two years, aren't we? Two years of Janine BTL. That is friggin' wild. Um, but yes, today's OTT is going to feature a special, special guest of mine. Uh, you guys will hear more about that later, but our talk is kind of going to wrap around all things 2020, future looks into 2021. I kind of wanted to go into a uh, little bit of a rant. It's been a stressful year, guys, to say the least. Um, and then there's just some stuff that I feel like I want to get off my chest. Valentine's Day is this weekend, so maybe I'm going to throw in a little bit of disgusting, lovey-dovey stuff at the end. But thank you guys so much for listening. I promise you, you know me and my promises, I promise that 2021 is going to be a year of productivity of keeping consistent with this podcast everyone everyone deserves a break after 20 2020 right so i'm uh i'm cashing in my give me a break card and uh you guys are automatically forgiving me so if you like this podcast favorite it uh share it give it a like think give it give it a listen because you are and stay tuned if you want to hear some juicy goodness from me and my special, special guest of mine. I went back in because, guys, this is round two. We tried round one, and I guess I'm still a rookie, and I don't know when my audio is going bad or not, but it didn't sound bad to begin with, but this is our second attempt, and it's going to be back and better than ever. But anyways, I'm not going to try and do the weirdo intro and mess it up like I did on last time, and maybe I'll be like funny and show you my epic fail in trying to copy Dirty Rotten Church Kids, but I am going to let you, my sweetest, introduce yourself. Just tell me, you know, tell me who you are, what you do, where you're from, what you love, what you hate, 
And yeah, guys, this is Cass. I'll let her take it away for just a bit. Hi, I'm Cassandra Rodriguez. I work in Dover, Delaware as an assistant grant manager for the Empowerment Grant Program with Energize Delaware, which sounds like a lot. That's a lot of words. It is a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Some things that I love are going to breweries with my boyfriend, um, seeing Vincent Van Gogh paintings. I think getting tattoos would kind of count as maybe like a hobby of mine. I for sure. Um, a lot. I have like 13. Um, and I can't remember exactly what else I said. Oh, I'm a, a Texas native. And I think that sums it up as much as I can in this moment. <laughs> nice. Did you know today is National Wine Day? Oh, no, I did not. Uh, yeah. Can you believe Teddy's the one that told me that? He was like, I heard it in the car. So literally... What I meant by it being like hella cash this time, I went and I poured me a glass and I was going to be like, hey, let's uh, let's talk about wines. Like, what's your go to and what are you like drinking right now? Like, what open bottle do you have right now? I know you're a wine gal, too. I am a wine gal. So my favorite is Merlot's or Malbec's. Mm. Um, I like things to be on the drier side. I used to be obsessed with um blue hen blue which is a a delaware pa type of local wine it's sweet and i just can't do sweet anymore so are you growing out of it uh, yeah it just i think i drank it too much and now i'm just kind of like eh Mm, yeah i um I, when I was first, like, trying to be a wine person, which I'm not, like, versed in it or anything, but I would always, like, um, I'd gravitate towards, like, Pinot Noirs, and I don't know why I did, because I didn't like it. It was just, I felt, like, sophisticated drinking it, and then um, I, like, really, I don't find a lot of cab salves that are super dry, but when I do find one... It's, like, amazing. So I usually gravitate towards trying a bunch of different cab salves. But right now, um, Teddy actually, for Valentine's Day, he went, and it's so funny because he was trying to look for the wine that he got us last Valentine's Day. But he was like, he was like, oh, look, Janine, I got... um, I went in the cab sav section and I got this one. It's a bourbon barrel aged wine. And then I looked at it. I was like, Teddy, this isn't a cab sav. This is a Zinfandel. He was like, what? No, you know, it's not. It is. It's in the cab sav section. I was like, no, just, just look at the label. So this one is like 15% and it, it freaking packs a punch. It's very, I feel like it has to be paired with food, but I'm trying not to waste this 15%. So it's pretty awesome. Oh, wow. I think that my wines are usually like in the 12 range. 15 sounds amazing right now, though. Yeah. Are you alone? You are alone, aren't you? Yeah. I last time we recorded, I was sitting in Austin's closet. (laughs) (laughs) This time I'm laying in my bed. Nice. Nice. Are you did you work today? How's your how's your day today? Um I worked from home today because of the snow. Mm-hmm. Um so the first time it snowed here, 
I had to go to work for the first part of the day. And they said, okay, once it starts like getting kind of bad, like you can go home. Mm. And in my head, I was like, this doesn't really sound like a good idea, but okay, whatever. I'm not going to disobey my boss. Mm-hmm. Went into work, drove home. I was on the phone with my brother actually. And I was turning into my neighborhood and I went to press on the brakes really softly because I know that you're not supposed to just slam on them. Mm-hmm. But I guess I still did it too hard. And I ended up in the flower bush in the front of my <gasps> community. Oh, my God. I was I was really scared. So I'm not driving in the snow if the roads are wet or really any type of bad driving conditions. It's not mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, that's a no for me too, coach. Yeah, I like for the first time in Augusta that's when I feel like I I've driven in winter before and that like the heaviest snow or like the slickest ice I felt was in West Virginia but yeah I slid so bad going home like about a month ago and I was like panicking I was like stealing myself not to like jerk my wheel around but I swear like I was turning kind of like you I was turning right into my neighborhood and it was just that last turn and I promise I was like two inches away from hitting the stop sign like sliding to my left and I was just like deep breathing I was like okay don't jerk your wheel like just turn and isn't that what they say what does it mean to like have to turn in the direction of where you're sliding like how does that help I I get a science I get a little confused so Another time it was snowing, I tell you guys, I have the worst luck driving in snow. (laughs) It was when my mom lived in like Amish area, Dover, Mm -hmm. and I'm driving home with one of my friends in my 97 Jeep Wrangler, Mm -hmm. and I went to turn left into the neighborhood, but my Jeep said, no, Cass, you're going to go right into the ditch. Oh, my God. And my friend was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. <laughs> That's terrifying, man. Yeah, I hate icy conditions. It's too scary for me. I have no idea what to do. And that's not something they teach you in your driver's ed course because you never, really- never. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. Did you did you and Oz have a romantic Valentine's Day? We actually did a lot over Valentine's Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so on Friday, we went to Maniunk Brewing Company, which is like a suburb kind of city, town, borough mm-hmm. in Philadelphia. So we went there with my roommate and her boyfriend, and we just had some drinks, had some fun. And on Saturday, we went out with Austin's sister and her boyfriend to a couple of breweries and that was really, really fun. Mm. Um, then for our Valentine's Day, we spent it with just us two. We went to White Dog Cafe. I know that you guys don't know any of these places I'm saying. Um, but it, I had this drink that tasted mm-hmm. like pear juice, but it had alcohol in it. <laughs> Did you get blizzard? Slizzard? It was... Actually, I didn't. I did on Saturday, so I think Sunday I was like, I'm not really feeling the whole drink thing. Um, <laughs> but we got to the restaurant, and this drink sounded so good, so I got it. Oh, I can't wait to get drinks with you, like, soon. I want to get drunk. Yeah, we have, like, three weeks until we are reunited. 
wait three weeks so you're actually so you're coming yes for sure yes 110 500 thousand percent i'm gonna have to freak out independently after this podcast (laughs) because it's for sure oh my god you know what i was thinking of like all right uh this is like a what's what are those like an easter egg for the future but wait oh my god okay sorry Tell me what? Tell me what? 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 Uh, Wait. Okay. You tell your thing first, and then I'm gonna go back to the Easter egg. Okay. So Easter egg. I was kind of using that as metaphorical, but I was thinking, like, I don't know. Say in the future, if we had like like a podcast, like a different, like a duo one, wouldn't it be cute? I've seen podcasts done this way too, because I was thinking of FaceTiming you while we recorded this, and like people like have those like they have it on video and they record audio just so it could feel like we're talking to each other at the same time but now that you're gonna come here I was like dang what if we recorded when you were here too that would be so fun okay I have three things to say two are related to what you (laughs) said and one is not so I was looking at vlogging cameras earlier because I said oh my god it would be so cool if when Janine and I see each other, if we can record ourselves and do the podcast and yeah. have like the video, like we are on the same wavelength. Oh my god! Isn't wow. that crazy? That's let's keep that one. between us, though. <laughs> yeah. Thought number two: I said maybe I should zoom her or something so we can see each other versus just feeling like we're talking on the phone. But it's fine. Maybe the next time. Um, mm-hmm. Then I made it a TikTok today, which. Uh, I guess that is another personality trait of mine is I love <laughs> documenting my life in every single way possible. <laughs> I adore it. I was looking at my Snapchat memories and in 2018, I went on this science conference trip with with my boyfriend. He wasn't my boyfriend at the time, but mm-hmm. he was there and a couple other science people. And <laughs> I was looking through all my pictures, yeah, I was looking through all my pictures. And I was like, oh, my God, this is kind of crazy. So my TikTok was a picture of Austin and I in 2019 when we first started hanging out. And then I said, this this is the crazy part, guys. We went on this trip in 2018, and I took this picture of Austin, and the wall behind him says, I love you so much. But at the time, <gasps> Austin was just, like, my friend. Like, I didn't see him like that. It, it was crazy. And mm-hmm. then I took a picture of the Austin Motel sign. And it says, so close, yet so far out. And I was like, is this, like, <laughs> is this God's Easter egg in my life? Like, you guys are going to get together, just not yet? Oh. And I was like, well, this is crazy. You freaking lovebirds. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> Isn't that cute? <laughs> That is so cute. Oh, my God. I'm a gushy mess again. Again. (laughs) I can't with you guys. You know what? That makes me want to, like, my audience knows, but I usually don't have that much of a structure. But I sent Cass, like, a little tiny outline. That was more at the bottom. I didn't show you yet because I kind of flipped the script on that, too, and that one's going to be a surprise as well. But I... Obviously, I'm, like, such a huge fangirl of you, like, ever since I didn't even know you yet. And I was, like, 
in this little corner just like admiring you from afar until Teddy finally introduced us. By the way, guys, Cass, well, let me have you explain to them how we know each other, like just the origins. (laughs) Okay. So Teddy and I grew up together. We've known each other since about 2003. He is my brother's best friend. And we used to kind of make fun of Teddy, like kind of bully (laughs) him. Like Teddy (laughs) has been through so much with my family. He is legit my brother. I I don't know what I would be without Teddy. So Teddy is my brother. And um, he brought Janine over during lockdown. Um, we were having a slip and slide day. And he was like, all right, she's about to pull up. She's about to pull up. And I just stand like right outside waiting for her with my arms <laughs> open in my wet bathing suit. And I'm like, this is happening. We're going to be in love. I'm so excited. <laughs> and we met. And... Now we are in love. And then I got so drunk that I almost got lost in my own car. (laughs) And it's history from there. Oh, I feel like that was last year, right? Was that last year? Around this time last year, right? Well, it had to be warmer because we were slipping. Oh, yeah. Summer. Do you feel like a changed woman? Are you like a new cast? Do you know where this is going? I'm going to like immediately the transformation part (laughs) because this is like... I feel like I was about to say that you've changed a lot since then, but I don't think you have. But in the past couple months, I definitely have like felt like an impact, just like a presence. That's such a, like a corny thing to say, but I don't care. So <laughs> I think that, you know, every year I go through a thing and I'm one of those corny people who are like, you know, The new year gives me an opportunity to like, you know, reset and set goals and all that. And I I do understand. I'm also in the mindset that, you know, you can, when you put your mind to something, you don't need a new year to start a new thing or to change how you are and stuff. But like, I know for a fact that you and I both were in, in like a place where like we wanted to make a lot of change. And just a side note, prior to this podcast... I was in like, I was in a kind of bad headspace and I wanted this podcast that I was doing with Cass today to be pretty much just like a vent session of all the things that I hate. But I've, I've expunged myself of that negativity. And I was like, oh, I don't want to just be like a freaking hater, like on the pod. That's not, I'm, I'm a changed woman and I'm, I'm maturing just a little bit. But anyways, I like, I definitely feel like watching cast kind of transform on like social media and expansion and stuff like that it is quite inspiring so like I and you know I'm I think I'm kind of active but like not on your level I feel like that's your thing that's definitely (laughs) one of your things and I think what we talked about that I didn't want to lose on our previous pod was like you telling me and the audience kind of like what your inspiration was for like starting the blog again and starting possibly like you know your beer blog and your like personal one too because I feel like to start one is kind of a big step so tell me a little bit about that yeah so my transformation empowered cast movement really started in August of last year 
when things oh, I love that. Yeah, when things started opening up and I had to take off my sweatpants I wore every day and had to put on regular clothes because I was like, you know, I'm gonna go look cute today. We're actually doing something. And I would put on my <laughs> clothes and nothing fit me right. So in my head I hey. sucks. And Austin's like, no, 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 like, you look great, you look great. And I'm like, no, Austin, none of my clothes fit me. Like, that is not okay. So I started working mm-hmm. out, started trying to eat better or, like, limiting the, the quote-unquote bad things that I would eat. Because I used to sit down with, like, a pint of ice cream and, like, eat the whole thing and be like, okay, I'm going to go get another one. And- Same, me with <laughs> chips. That's me. It's, like, <laughs> not an okay thing. So I had, like, a little mental breakdown. So I started going to the gym. I didn't really start seeing results until maybe like December, January, which kind of sucks because, you know, you're putting all this work in and you kind of just expect to do five push-ups and you expect <sighs> to have the best body ever. And it's like, that's for sure. That's not how that works. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so in the middle of January, friend Liz Martinez and Tina Blot, I think that's how you say your last name. They reached mm-hmm. out to me about the annual Treat Yourself Boudoir Experience and I was like, um, I think I'm okay. I I don't really I don't really want to do this right now. Maybe next time or something. And mm-hmm. she said, Oh no no, like someone canceled, so your price is reduced. And I said, Oh well, I mean I'm a sucker for a sale. <laughs> I might as well do this. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, if you look at my pictures, I'm so you can see my confidence radiating in these pictures. You can see just like you can see my personality in these pictures you can just see like Mm -hmm. total like shift in previous pictures that I've taken and then that moment so it was kind of like oh my gosh like I am this woman and and I am so empowered by myself and I love me and like what I've becoming and like all the work I've been doing for these past few months is really starting to show and people can see it and it's making me feel good mentally physically emotionally all around just better with everything so that helps mm-hmm. me a lot and I like to listen to podcasts I typically listen to true crime ones but I get really scared so I had to stop listening to those and I switched over to what we said podcast which is run by JC Marie Smith and Chelsea Jade Curtis they live in California so they're like influencers like the whole nine yards um and when I listened to their podcast I just felt like like a little cocoon and I'm like finally shedding everything and I'm like turning into this butterfly oh yeah it sounds so cheesy but that's just how I feel so yeah guys so I love it yeah there's just um there's like so much to say when I started listening to this podcast, I said, you know, I kind of want to start my own blog. Austin and I have been to over 50 breweries together. It's something that we enjoy. We, I, Number one, I document my whole life already. So why not document it in a new way with a vlog, blog type thing? So yes. a couple weeks ago, I made a website for us to have our the beer blog and my personal blog on it. I haven't, like, launched it or really told anyone about it just yet. I think I'm a little scared to say, hey, I'm doing this thing, and this is when it's going to come out, Mm -hmm. and people 
react negatively or not react enough that I get scared mm-hmm. and at all. So I decided that mm-hmm. I'm just going to say, oh, guys, here, I made this. Mm-hmm. Read it. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Like, I I made, like, a tiny little Instagram post because I remember when I was, like, first releasing the podcast. I think I was at least five or so episodes in before I, I told anyone except for immediate family and best friends about it. Um, just because I feel like there was a lot of pressure to like yeah what you said like basically you don't know if people are even gonna listen or people are even gonna read or you're gonna get the attention you deserve and pretty much that like there's like a internal like feeling like you don't want to let yourself down like if it flops or something quote unquote flops but like I you know ultimately it came down to like you know what I'm doing this like for myself and it's fun and like for Mm -hmm. you especially for the beer blog like that's just so much like great memories and documentation you can have and like we were having in our personal conversation like I feel like you're just super relatable and that's kind of what people want to see and kind of feel from any kind of content they're getting so Cass are you kidding me you have so many friends and so many like <laughs> followers and stuff at least like I feel like that there's no way even if you quote unquote or not even quotes but even if you like didn't do like as great like off the bat you would still have so many people who love you like supporting you yeah one of my friends he wrote a book I always call it Kitchen Under the Sink. And Kenny, if you ever listen to this, I'm so sorry. I cannot remember the name of it to save my life. Hi, Kenny. <laughs> Hold on. I have to go look now. I'm sorry if you heard my bed squeak. I keep it over here. It's oh, Kick, it, Kick It Under the Fridge. Mm-hmm. So my friend Kenny wrote this book, Kick It Under the Fridge. And I said, hey, can you be kind of like my blog editor, like, not like officially or anything. I'm just kind of like, here's his draft. Can you kind of read it and make sure it sounds good? Because he's a writer. So mm-hmm. I trust him in a lot. So I have him read it. I have Austin like put in some tidbits about the beers that he's tried and like, um, like his experiences when we go to breweries and stuff. So it's really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just nice to like, like, I'm excited for you to like launch it, launch it. Just to feel like because it is just like kind of an extension of yourself and it'll it's like so rewarding to feel it after and granted I I am very proud of this podcast even though I've neglected it a, a great ton for the past and hey all of you out there I know I know I told you guys you were getting stickers and you still are I promise but that was like a year ago when I first launched and then COVID happened and then I lost my focus, but we're back on and both of us have like, even, so I remember in 2020, it was like the beginning of COVID and I was in my mode and I was like, you know, it's going to be a great year. It still was a great year and I got so much done, but I definitely like felt the burden of COVID in terms of work and like productivity and like just hobbies and stuff but I think for sure 2021 is like 
we're gonna be freaking on it like I feel it already it's it's gonna be good I agree and I think that my vlogs blogs whatever is a good way I think my Instagram is very tailored like you can you definitely see like the good stuff like I have some posts about like mental health and um like you can see difference in my like my facial expressions um Mm. so I think that most of my Instagram posts are relatable too but Mm -hmm. I think with the blog there's more text involved so you can really just read and you're like oh wow like that same like I'm going to that too Versus oh. a, just a picture that doesn't really do as do everything justice. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. It's like a more what's the word I'm looking for? Not concise, but it's it's more like a representative of like what's going down. That brings. Can I tell you like what I was thinking yesterday? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to Facetime you while I was doing dishes. Your favorite chore in the world. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, you know, I'll save it because I want to talk about it and I want my listeners to hear it too. So little life update, you know, since the last pod, I think last time I was recording with Jordan in Machias, like Highlands, like up North Maine, I'm still in Maine. I bought a house with my boyfriend, Teddy, who you met through cast just recently and refuses to be on my podcast. Um, we bought a house. I'm still traveling. I'm working in Cape Cod at the moment, but I am starting a new teaching job next. Oh my God. It's next month already. I'm not going to think about it. I'm going to get stressed, but, um, yeah, so that's happening. But I wanted to call you yesterday because I actually had like a really good day and that was the reason why. I um I kind of wanted to switch and not go like things that I hate on this podcast. So yesterday I I haven't seen a doctor in a long time and I should because I have like stupid autoimmune disorder and stuff that I was going to make a big podcast about about but I'll I'll probably do that podcast sometime this year. Um but I regularly should be seeing a doctor and I actually um I got all like the referrals and stuff out of the way but I actually told her about all the stress that I was telling you about like in my last podcast and she told me and this just spurred out of nowhere because you were talking about like mental health and stuff but um Yeah, I told her about, like, how stressed I was and um, how, like, I I think that I have, like, a problem, like, with anxiety right now. And I I can just see myself. And she pointed it out to me, like, when I was telling her about all the things that were stressing me out and stuff, I was, like, digging on the inside of my hand. And And I think, like, the problem is, like, I, I don't, like asking for help or like admitting that there's something wrong and because I was like yeah I've never like officially been like diagnosed or anything like that but I have this going on and this going on and I'm always worrying about this and we just had like a really good talk about like possibly seeking like help from a counselor 
and then possibly um like starting as some kind of medicine after if my counseling session like kind of led to that or if the counselor thought that maybe I could benefit from it so like I just I kind of thought of you and your story um I kind of want you to tell them about that kind of because we were kind of going through the same thing like I even though I knew like everything I needed to do it was like so hard to just like pull myself out of bed like I would just lay in bed I would know that if I didn't get these things done it would pile up until the end of the week and then I would just cry because I had so much stuff to do and I knew that I like could have got done like got it done in the first place so yeah I that doesn't make it sound like I had a really good day (laughs) but like yeah basically the good part about it is I, um, I'm actually scheduled to see somebody like in the beginning of March and kind of just to like more in depth because at that appointment, you know, we didn't go into like the depths of it or anything like that. But I just think it's so like important. And I know that, well, Cass is half Filipino. My, my parents are like super traditional and like, I think I talked about it before, but a lot of people, like, a lot of, like, traditional Filipinos, like, they don't look at mental health as, like, something serious. It's kind of taboo to them. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, almost wrong to accept, like, that there's something wrong. Like, with my mom, if I told her something like this before, it would probably just go to, like, a religious re- res- resolution for her. And she'd be like, oh, you just just pray. God will take all your problems away. You don't have to worry about anything. It's all taken care of. I'm like, yeah, I know, mom, but I, that doesn't mean I still don't have 20 things to do today. So no knock on my mom. You know, I love you, mom. But like, I, yeah, it was, it just felt so refreshing to kind of like get that out and like actually take steps towards like managing like stress and anxiety and all that stuff. So I wanted to tell you about that because where my long drawn out digression led to was like, <laughs> are you like, are do you still like have days like that or like suffer from that? Or have you ever like had counseling before? This is actually me like genuinely asking because I've never, I've never had or sought help in that manner before. And choose, okay, so before I moved to Dover, Delaware. We lived in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, which I guess could be like a whole other episode, like a whole other thing. Which that's not I the point. never knew that. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but when we lived there, I started. That's when I really started to notice like my depression and my anxiety. And at first, we kind of just thought it was because we were constantly moving and like leaving my friends behind and not being around my dad or my grandma all the time, like made me sad. So we just thought, oh, it's just the move, whatever. And one day my mom was like, no, I think we should go to like family counseling or something. I might be messing up this story, but this is how I remember it. Mm -hmm. Um, But she had told us that we were going to do like family counseling and then from family counseling, like do one-on-one sessions or whatever. So during my one-on-one session, I said, like, these are the things that I'm feeling. Like, this is 
things from my past. Like, can you help me? Because like, I don't like the way that I feel right now. And they said, yeah, of course, like I'll, whatever you need. So I started taking some medications and I could feel my mind switch. And I kind of felt like I was not me. I kind of felt like I was a zombie. And I know Mm. that's a lot, a lot of people worry about that when they're getting into antidepressants and things of that nature. So I kind of stopped taking medicine after that because I said, okay, well, if this makes me feel like this, I don't like it. Mm -hmm. In college, um, maybe like more so sophomore and junior year, Mm -hmm. I started to think to myself like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do after this? Like I didn't even expect to go to college and I had a really, really rough time um, mentally. I would email my teacher and I'd be like, I'm so sorry. Like I'm having a really bad mental day. Like I can't go to class. And like my teachers would write me back like inspiring quotes or like kind of lift me up a little bit. Couldn't leave my bed. I would stay Mm -hmm. in my bed for days and I would just stare at the wall, you know, and in movies when they do the, like the psychiatric scenes and Mm. there's just like a person sitting in a chair, just staring. And you're like, dude, like, hello, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. I was like that. Like I just stared at nothing. It, it was really, really bad. And then, um, which I could go deeper into that if you wanted me to, but I also, sometimes if I talk about, depressing things too much then it makes me feel that way again mm-hmm. and I've, I've kind of been like in a weird phase recently mm-hmm. um, I, I don't really know but last year I said okay well I'm still feeling th- these types of ways like I really need to go get something to m- make this stop because I hate the way that I'm feeling right now and I hate that I can't just like get get up out of bed and shower I couldn't like change my clothes like I wore the same shirt for like weeks which is disgusting it was really bad so I said all right things need to change I'm graduated from college now my life needs to like need something so Mm -hmm. I started going to a psychiatrist and she gave me some medicines and that the medicine I'm on now I feel like a brand new person not in like a weird way. Like I don't feel like a zombie anymore. I just feel mm-hmm. good. Like I'm like, okay, like let's do this today. And like, let's do this. And like, I'm so excited for this. And... Yeah, man. You can't yeah. like, that's the reason why it's there. And I, I, I wonder like what I'm excited to kind of find out like what in me detest especially me being a nurse not detest but like knowing like some of the things that like probably historically could have contributed to like all my anxiety and stuff but like what made me so like resistant to wanting help like I feel like part of it was a um like, it seems like in my head, if I try to talk it out now, oh, my God, this is therapy right now. I can't do this. <laughs> yes, I can. We can do this. This is good. But, like, I <laughs> I feel like that's a form in my head. Not anymore because I feel really good about it. And I, I want it to stay this way. And, um, like, I feel like that was a form of, like, accepting defeat when, you know, it's been proven that, like, I prescribe meds to people every day that people say, like, you know, 
it becomes a part of their life and like if that's what helps you like be the best person that you can be like why would you not and you know just so much technology and studies and research I'm like dying in research right now like I'm actually doing a um a research proposal on how COVID has affected like um, patients with major depressive disorder and whether they would want to go back to in-person sessions or if they prefer like online therapy sessions. So like, I don't know, man, like I think I, I hold myself to too high of a standard and like I have a history of like not seeking help when I want it or like not feeling like I'm entitled to get help from other people that like I let it get to a point where yep I'm laying all my cards up I kind of need some help right now so but that's that's a like my next little bullet was what's coming in 2021 and I think that that's gonna help a lot like manage stress and everything and perfect segue because I I did this like little portion uh I think two years in a row it's been like two years because I did one with my brothers and I did a pod was it two years ago already I don't even know but it was a it was a podcast like episode inspired by a couple of my favorite influencers and their names are John and Katie. Katie is a beauty guru. And then John actually, like, he was low-key, like, shy and everything. But then he started his own, like, business and came out of his shell so swimmingly. But they did a, a podcast at the beginning of the year. And they were kind of listing out their goals and, like, their aspirations for the year. So I figured it would be kind of cool if we could go through like their little questions because we're about like one month and a half in and we can actually say like what our goal was in January and if we're following through with it and just like talk about that. Does that sound okay? Yeah. Do you like that? I have something to say about goals real quick. Tell um, me now. It's just like my personal thing. But every year for a couple of years now at the end of December, I'll go mm-hmm. through and I'll write like 2021 goals. And I'll just write like things that I want to accomplish this year. Maybe not, maybe even like daydream a little bit. It doesn't have to be like, I'm, I mean, I like it to be, I'm a hundred percent going to do this, but sometimes like you got to reach a little. Mm. Um, so then by the time the next December comes, I'll go and look at it and I mark off the things that I got done. Wow. Yeah. We're different. <laughs> Because for me, I'm like, I only write things down that I feel like are because in nursing, you you learn like your goals for patients, at least have to be real, realistic and measurable. So like Smart you goals. set the bar kind of low, just so that, you know, like, you know, that they'll be able to actually achieve those goals. But that's a good idea. You owe it. We Don't we owe it to all of ourselves? <laughs> like push ourselves like just a little bit? Yeah. So one of my goals that this is a goal that I guess is like daydreaming because we live in Delaware, but I'm a Broncos mm-hmm. fan. So my goal every year is to go to a Broncos game in Denver, which is <sighs> always so hard, especially now because – 
Mm -hmm. Austin's school schedule, my work schedule, and like the timings just never work out right. Um, Mm -hmm. But I write it on there every year. And I'm like, eventually, this is going to happen. We will go. If I keep saying it enough, (laughs) it's going to happen. Oh, that's like me and Teddy. Because we've been trying to go to... He's a a Ravens fan. And it's so funny because I was like... So I was a... um, What's it? not nepotism but like I was it was like my birthright to be a New England fan isn't that weird like you would never expect it I know don't hate me we're friends don't hate me Teddy (laughs) Teddy is like Janine if you ever were I used to tease him when we were still dating like I would wear like my Tom Brady I had a jersey and a t-shirt and he's like what in the lord's name are you wearing and I was like but 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 and it's everyone's like, you're such a traitor because I'm from Jacksonville, but I've never been a Jags fan because my dad, when he came to the States, that was the first team that he loved. Like that was the first team that he watched. Even when he moved to Jacksonville, he was never a Jags fan. And like when you're in the when my dad was in the Philippines, like they didn't have TV or anything like that. So they would listen to games on the radio and he would always follow the Patriots. And I was like, oh, but also when my brothers got their first PS2, um, they had, they bought Madden and my favorite color was blue. And I liked, cause blue and red makes purple. And that's my second favorite color. So like I chose the Patriots out of nowhere. And all I would do is throw Hail Marys, like, almost every single play and they would be so bad because I would get it like almost every time so that's where my love for the Patriots comes from but Teddy just blocked this part out because he says now that we're dating I can't not be a Ravens fan so eventually we are going to go to that's on my bucket list too dude did you did you listen to this one? So, yeah, like, I want to hear your goals, and we're going to phrase them in, like, these, like, sentences. So, the first sentence, which I want you to go first. So, well, I can go first, or you can go first. But the first one is, I want to start. So, what's something that you want to start this year, or that you've already started this year, since it's February already? Um. What if I started something, then stopped it, and am looking to start it again? Does that count? Yeah, that definitely counts. Okay, so I'll give a little, <laughs> can I do a little backstory, and then I'll say it? Dude, give, <laughs> give it all from the back. <laughs> when we lived in Cuba, I started painting a lot, like a lot. And I painted so much that I would sell my paintings. At, it was like paintings, crafts, like whatever I could make. I sold it and I made like $500 like every time I like sold stuff like I'm I was making pretty good money especially being right out of high school I was crushing it and then we moved to Delaware and I stopped painting like almost completely and so now I only painted like if someone if I needed like a gift for someone or something and over Christmas I watercolored Austin's parents house and I gave it to them as a gift 
Then I watercolored my office building and gave it to my boss for, yeah, for Christmas too. And the, yesterday or the day before, actually, my old roommate reached out to me and said, hey, do you sell your paintings? Because I kind of need some paintings and I know that you do it. Like, would you be willing to sell them to me? And I was like, oh my God, yeah. Like, just tell me what you need and I will get it done. Like, I'll do that for you, whatever. And so I would like to start selling paintings again. Wow. I'm learning so much about you. Yeah, I do a lot. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, yeah, just casual. Like, I just sell paintings. Like, I'm pretty much Van (laughs) (laughs) That's wild. I never do that. Yours is so much better than mine. This isn't a competition, I know, <laughs> but still. I was just going to say, I want to start waking up earlier. That's a good goal. Yeah. And I, I, it's not that I'm like a, a potato and I sleep until um, like 9 a.m. Because I have to be at work by 7. But because I'm working at home, I wake up at like 6.50 I clock in and I'm literally in my PJs and I like will just be on my couch, no pants on, just working up until like I need to get up to get coffee. So I think I want to start not just waking up early, but I know that I feel so much like a better human if I get up and I get ready and I feel like do you ever feel like, you know, like getting up and like putting makeup on and actually putting it doesn't even have to be like a a cute like outfit. It can be just like comfy, casual, but getting up and getting ready is such like a bright part of my day. And I need to like tell myself I need to wake up at least like at 630 or something and just dedicate time in the morning to have a routine so I don't feel like a sleaze bag just laying around yeah that's my start 100 yeah. percent. this morning i woke up and i was like should i shower or just put dry shampoo in my hair and i said no, i'll put dry <laughs> shampoo in my hair but i like i have a cute little necklace on i'm wearing like a a bralette tank type thing and like my outfit is cute for today but oh. i'm not wearing like jeans around my house but i'm still like i changed out of what i slept in yes yes it's the effort effort that yeah. counts yeah. Okay. The next one I feel like you will have a few uh, is I want to learn. What do you want to learn this year? Okay. Last year I bought a sewing machine because I said, yo, I'm going to sew. I'm going to become a seamstress. Quarantine 2020. I got this. But I'm scared of my sewing machine. I'm terrified of it. Uh-oh. So I want to use that more. I forgot the phrase I was supposed to say, but that is that. (laughs) I was going to say, like, you could use, well, if you didn't feel like putting your money into that, what if you sold it? And then that would be money towards your new 2021 hobby and, like, learn, like, vlogging stuff and all that stuff. And for your blog. That is other stuff I want to learn. There's so many things I want to learn. I want to learn how to use a film camera. I want to learn how to use a vlogging camera. Um, there, there was something else that, that, that 
I want to learn through you how to use the Dyson Airwrap. Oh my god, yeah, I have to buy that still. <laughs> that is coming, and you will see it all over my social media because I'm going to be like, this is my first attempt using it. This is my fifth attempt using it. I'm now a pro. Watch me go. <laughs> I'm now a pro. Watch me go. We're going to TM that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Okay, this is a good one, too. I want to try. What do you want to try? This is a hard one for me. You go first. I need to think a little bit. Okay. I'm I'm looking at my 2021 goals. I actually have them in front of me right now, so I'm trying to see what I wrote. Hmm. What, was the, what was my phrase again? I want to try. I want to try to do more of what I want to do. This is something that Ooh. Austin gets on to me about. I texted him this morning, and I already said it on here, but I texted him, I said, do I want to shower or put dry shampoo in my hair? He's like, Cass, that's not, like, why would I decide that? (laughs) And I'm like, oh, you're right. Or I'm like, oh, do I want spaghetti for lunch, or do I want a smoothie? He's like, Cass, again, cannot tell you what you want. (laughs) So, that is that. But isn't it crazy that, like, we need that? Sometimes we need that like little push where I'm like, oh, I actually am in control of my yeah, future. I ask the same thing it's too. It's not even like I ask him so he tells me what to do. It's just I ask him so I know what I want to do. You know? When someone's like <laughs> this uh, or that. Why does that logic make so much sense? Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I want to try. I want to try. Well, I actually was talking to one of my best friends julia and one thing that i want to try which i might be a little too late for i don't think i'm that late but considering i'll be busy in the next few weeks but i really want to try skiing have you ever been skiing before yeah i went when i was 12 and it was i I know that no one knows my mom but when my mom does anything she just like laughs the whole time or screams the whole time so like (laughs) You're going down like bunny slip. She's like, ah, ha, 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 ah, ha. like the weird. Uh, this is gonna sound terrible when I hear this back later, but it was so funny. That was the one time I went skiing. But I'm actually going skiing um, next weekend with my friends, and I'm terrified. Wow, lucky duck. Yeah, I was telling my friend Julia, I was like, do I have to buy a bunch of gear for it? She's like, yeah, you do. It's gonna be expensive right off mm-hmm. the bat, but like you if you buy really good stuff it'll last you like forever so if (sighs) i bought like roxy snow pants i have burton mittens i i got amazon um goggles because i was like whatever they're white pink Mm -hmm. is my favorite color um everything else i own is white and my jacket is also from burton but i got that a couple years ago dang yeah see I just need to take the plunge. And I was thinking of doing it soon, too, because there's actually a place. Can I say it here? Because Teddy wants to take um, Alex for the bachelor party. Ah, I'll leave it. But he wants to do something that's related oh, yeah. to that. Oh, yeah. Cut that out so... just in case Alex doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, Alex. It's a surprise. Okay. <laughs> no, you could, you could probably leave it. I don't know. Like it's yeah. just a little, yeah. a little teaser out there. A little tease. It'll it's just a little. I'll slip it something yeah. in there. 
but yeah that's pretty much what I want to try and I think uh let's see the next one is I want to continue to hmm I I would say that I I I mine's kind of simple I want to continue to kind of be more mindful about what I'm mm-hmm. eating because that's also I feel like it's been that was actually one of the because my doctor made me do a questionnaire and one of the questions was like over the past two weeks have you been like have you lost your appetite or have you been overeating so just like either too much or too little and I and it like I put definitely over the past like several days I think that's like I think I'm a stress eater Mm -hmm. so being mindful of what I'm eating and what I'm putting in my body and also I want to continue to be dedicated in like getting up and doing some kind of exercise at least three or four times a week which Considering that I went like two or three months without doing anything and I've I think I've been for the past three weeks or so. And you've been the best, man. Thanks. You're like your number one hype man. I know Teddy, like he's he's very motivating. It's different. But it's hard for me. It is so different. It's like you have to have like a girl in your corner to just like cheer mm-hmm. you on because you know your boyfriend mm-hmm. loves you no matter what and if you gain 10 pounds he's still gonna call you mm-hmm. beautiful and we're mm-hmm. still going to eat like at these wonderful places together and he can run around for a day and a half and lose 10 pounds so yes you have to have someone that like relates directly and that's cash. yes <laughs> so I think I'm pretty good that's um, what I want. at trying to keep my friends accountable I'm like okay so what did you do today what did you eat like have you weighed in like if I mean weight should not be um like a determinant of your best or whatever Mm -hmm. but there is a a portion of like gratitude that comes with getting on the scale and like seeing your numbers go down I'm I like it and Mm -hmm. then it helps motivate me more but if that's not your thing then that's okay you don't do that either but um it really does help when you have friends that are like, what you doing? Like, why are you eating that? You already ate yeah. that <laughs> yesterday. Why are you doing that again? Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. What do you want to continue I to do? I want to continue to see more Vincent Van Gogh's. I don't think I really saw a lot mm-hmm. last year. Um, mm-hmm. And hmm, I don't really know. I guess I want to continue to plan trips to see my family so my dad lives in texas with my dad's side of the family and my mom lives in mississippi so i'm the only one in delaware um you are yeah but it's nice because you guys really aren't that far away it's just our weekends haven't lined Mm -hmm. up right until what three weeks from now so (laughs) (laughs) so it's it's nice like you guys are far but not too too far yeah, and if anything, we could meet yeah. halfway once all our schedules mm-hmm. clears up. Okay, we have we have two more. Um, I want. Oh, sorry, were you saying yes, something? Yes, I just know that the recording stops at an hour. 
<gasps> You're right. Okay, I'm going to pick the... the uh, should I pick the better half? Anchor, do you close out at 60 minutes now? It's not... Usually it gives me an alert at... Um, it gives me an alert at 55 minutes. Like, hey, you have five oh. minutes left. But you know what? Let's play it on the safe side. When we come back to the podcast after this brief intermission, Cass and I are going to finish out our 2021 goals and we're going to move into the juicy part two. Ooh. It's going to be a quick. Ooh, I know. So stay tuned, you guys. We'll be back in a little bit. Let's switch it up again. So. Instead of going to, I want to quit for the last couple um, sentences for like the setting your goals for the new year. This last one, which we're going to turn into the second to the last. I want to be. What's something that you want to be this year? That one's like the heavy one. They saved that for last. Oh, wow. That's kind of a deep one, right? Um, hmm. I guess I want to be less sensitive and less jealous. Ooh, please elaborate. I am a pretty jealous person and it drives me insane because like everything in my relationship is perfect. Like we talk about everything. We, I don't know, we, we get to see each other enough that it's exciting when we get to see each other and we don't spend too much time together that we're like please get away from me everything is great but I still get so jealous about like stupid stuff okay so it cut out between we see each other enough can you just repeat that one more time but I think we're still good okay yeah we see each other um enough so we'll see each other on the weekends and if because of weather I will be at his apartment but we don't see each other too much either Mm -hmm. and we have a good balance we and we talk about things a lot we know how to communicate with each other we know each other's love languages we know everything Mm -hmm. but I still get jealous about stupid stuff has it always been that way or do you feel like because you and Alsa have been dating for like, do you think that you're still in a honeymoon phase with him? Oh, yeah. I think we're still in the honeymoon phase. I still feel like we've been dating for only a couple months. Oh. And we've been dating for like <laughs> two years almost. I still think Teddy and I are in the honeymoon phase too, which is weird because they always say like when you move in, that's when you really get to, you know get to know someone and then like everything dies down a little bit but I feel like we moved in pretty quickly and I feel like it just kind of came naturally to us and we never really had any like issues with it at all so now it just feels like it's just fun playing house but you know I so is it just like well, we can make a whole podcast about, like, relationships. We really but, could. Yeah. Yeah. So, wait, what did you say before you want to be less jealous and less, what was the first one? Sensitive. Sensitive. I think I'm pretty sensitive, too. Are you super sensitive? Because I'm yeah. super sensitive. Oh, my God. Ask Teddy how sensitive I am. It's kind <laughs> of unheard of. 
<laughs> Does Oz say like backhand comments like why are you so sensitive? Because that hikey hurts when Teddy says stuff like that. Well, mine is more oh, I guess okay. I I don't know. I'm just so sensitive all the time. And I'm like, bro, chill. And then it, I just don't I just don't know how to like <laughs> That's so. me. That's me. That was literally like me two days ago because when I told you that I was having the little kind of like also a mental breakdown, I was on the phone with Teddy and I was in Cape Cod and I was crying telling him about my mood swings and there are days when I'll be like super, super high and I'll be so happy-go-lucky and loving and all this kind of stuff. But then I'll have, like, a super, super low where I'm, like, crying and so upset and so insecure and just, like, feeling, like, my ugliest. And, like, I just hate everything about myself. And then I was crying to Teddy. And I was, like, maybe I should just, like, dial down, like, my personality so that you don't have to deal with all of my mood swings. Like... I just and I I almost felt bad for him because he has to deal with it and then in a nice way he was like Janine like can you stop that like don't like why are you so like labile like with your moods I was like I don't know why I am this way but just like every single little thing (laughs) like I take everything so personally like even if it's not meant that way like I will be, like, pouting and upset, like, if somebody, not just Teddy, makes, like, a, like, uh, just, like, a, not a snide comment, but anything that feels, like, that I could be victimized towards, and it just, like, hurts me to my core. Like, what's wrong with me? I don't know why. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sensitive, but I'm also very, like, snippy, and I don't mean to be. It's just, that's how my tone is. It kicks me Mm -hmm. in the butt. All the time. Yeah, me too. And then I wonder, like, and then I get mad if Teddy's being, like, gives me any attitude about things when I'm, like, all attitude all the time. So there's that. <laughs> so maybe that's something I want to quit. <laughs> I want to quit being being a brat. I'm such a brat sometimes. But we're Yeah, that's a good that's a good that's word. a good one, right? Yeah. Like yeah. part of like half of me is like, yeah, I need to quit because that's not fun for him, but also like my way or the highway. I'm so I'm so stubborn too, <laughs> like I can't be told anything differently unless, like, I can really understand it or see from, like, the other point of view. Or I don't think I'm bad at, like, saying I'm wrong about things. But, like, if I feel like I'm right, even at the expense of, like, not saving, I would rather fight than be wrong. So maybe, like, I need to quit that. I need to learn to, like, give it up a little bit. Yeah, I don't think I like to fight. I like to avoid fighting. But if a conversation has to be had, then a conversation has mm. to be had. Yeah. You know? In a fun way, earlier today, I was talking to Teddy and I was like, you know, it's so funny to me 
And I was actually like busting out laughing because like living with him and being with him for almost two years, like I know exactly what to say to get under his skin, but also vice versa. So I'm like, oh, Teddy, I just think it's so fun. Like if I'm ever if I'm ever like in the mood to just like bust your balls, then I just know exactly what to say. And he's like, yeah, I just live with that, like, every day. He's like, well, you know, I could, too. So I was like, oh, God. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, that love? Is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait till you and Austin just move here and he can work at Maine Med as a doctor. And then I'll be, you know, a teacher there. And you and Teddy can just... We can live in the same neighborhood and have dinners together and stuff. Yeah, that would be amazing. I don't know where Austin's career is going to take us because I've always been the one that's like, I am more about love and relationships versus doing stuff that I want to do, which I know is really bad, but in my situation, it's good because... If I was so concerned about, like, my future and, like, where I'm working and stuff, then I think it might be a problem in my relationship. Mm. So, for those of you who don't know, and I don't think I said this before, but Austin is a, a med student at PCOM, which is the Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine, which is also a mouthful. <laughs> and he starts his rotations in the summer. So he has two years of rotations, and then after that, he has two years of residency, and his rotations is by my work, so that works out. So we'll be moving back down to where I used to live, but his residency is so up in the air, it could take us to a whole or state. Mm. It could take us... We have no yeah. idea. Yeah. See, we're, we're opposites. Like, for me, when I first... Um started talking to Teddy I told him I was like yeah I want to travel so I don't really want to do long distance and he was like oh bet he's like you can travel like we'll make it work he's like if Janine if you want to go somewhere he's like I'll move to Tennessee and then when I was in West Virginia oh well, I'll go to West Virginia like it was always like locked down he he didn't have any problem like with moving like to be with me or anything but I was always like oh I don't know where I'm gonna settle down so you're either flexible with me or you're not so it worked out though I was actually gonna ask mm-hmm. too like are you have you lived with a partner before have you lived with a boyfriend before are you excited no are you I, nervous? I've <laughs> I've only lived with friends um, but I have lived with guys before, mm, okay. um, which roommates could be a whole other topic. But um, Austin and I briefly lived together mm-hmm. over the summer. Um, I was staying at his parents' house while I was in between my mom's house and trying to find my own apartment. Um, so we had all of my stuff in his room. And his room was big, but I mean, I have enough stuff to fill a house, <laughs> and it was all in his room. Dang. It was it was pretty rough. But now you're going to have a whole place to yourself. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I can't wait I'm to see excited. how you decorate it. 
Yeah, I love decorating. It's actually probably going to be another TikTok of mine. Is once I clean my room a little bit, it's just like a little mini tour of the aesthetic parts of my house because my house is so cute. Ah, uh, I love that. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, so that kind of like okay. So you know how I sent you that podcast, Approachable. Yes. Did you listen to the one that I sent you, or did you go from the beginning? I listened to the one you sent me, and then I went from the beginning. <gasps> okay, so, peoples, my little duckles, prior to this podcast, we recorded an intent to um, post before Valentine's Day because we're a bunch of mushies, and I just thought it would be fun, this portion of the podcast is inspired by Samantha Ravendahl's and Alyssa Anderson's podcast, Approachable, who I love and adore. They're so real and hilarious. Um, but they did a portion where while we're talking about moving in and relationships and kind of coming to the bittersweet but not the end end of the podcast, I figured how fun would it be? Because we are also relationship experts for one reason or another. I don't know why, but we are just because I want to say that. (laughs) So if this like keeps going and like we can make this a thing or if people like it, I'll kind of tweet me if you like this portion or like favorite it or do something like that. But I decided I wanted to go on. Are you a Reddit person? I used to be a big Reddit person. Uh, I've never really been when I have a Reddit. I just don't really go on. Mm, so I wanted to read through. I went down the same thread, the relationship advice Reddit, and I found a couple. I actually found like two or three, actually like three or four. I'm not going to lie that I kind of wanted to like read and I wanted to get both of our opinions about what kind of advice we would give this person in a situation. It's kind of intense. Are you ready? Okay, I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) This is, like, off the bat. So I'm excited to see how, like, both of our perspectives differ with how we would handle the situation. Yeah, me too. I'm a little nervous, Uh, but it's okay. I like nervous. I wanted to, I wanted to catch you off guard, so... Ah oh, man. Okay, I'm gonna let you pick. Pick a number between one, two, three, four. Pick a number t- between one and five. Three. Three. Okay. Oh. And disclosure. Some of these are sexual related. So if you're listening to this, Jay, you're just <laughs> I'm just gonna be real here. It's okay. I'm not going to be weird or anything, but just letting you know it's out there because this is one of them. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. The title of it is, how would you feel if your significant other made constant remarks and asked you to change your body or pubic hair or requested certain things when it concerns sexual activities? Okay. So I don't know if it's just a me thing, but my boyfriend, 23-year-old male, and I... 18-year-old female, haven't had sex. He knows I'm a virgin and wants us to get intimate. We've been dating since late December, if it helps. 
But to get to that point, he started telling me about his likes and dislikes and his preferences and whatnot. Well, I guess it's good we had to talk about that, so I guess we'd know. But I feel like I exhausted myself trying to explain to him that whenever I shave, my skin turns red and itchy, which he's seen and knows about. He even went as far as to compare me to other girls, saying that the girls his age he knew had smooth and silky skin. I also have dry skin that I moisturize and try to take care of. I can't pay to see a dermatologist yet because I have low funds while I'm in college, so I'm not sure how to fix things with him. One of his things that he wanted me to try was to shave my body hair and pubic hair, which the other I keep trimmed, so it's not like my pubic hair is completely bushy. We haven't seen each other naked, so I feel like that was something I wasn't comfortable with, considering the fact that I told him a few times already that I didn't feel ready for sex. And then the next part was that he wanted me to try wearing lingerie or having pigtails and scrunchies with stockings. Well, I get that he has his preferences, but since I've only been dating him for not even two whole months yet, I told him it was something I wasn't ready for. So I'm not sure how else to go about this because I've already told him many times that I didn't feel ready to try it yet. And all he'd say is that if I didn't even try it, I wouldn't know if I liked it or not. Interesting. (laughs) How how long ago was this written? This was written two hours ago. <laughs> oh my god. I was going to say, I bet they're not together anymore, but they probably are. Yeah. Um, It feels like that is a lot of things all at one time. That is like hours of conversations <laughs> like need to be had with that guy. Yeah. I... First, um, so if you shave and you get like razor bumps, they make cream and like mm-hmm. um, they make stuff for that. Yeah. So I use that. I used to think that every time I got a razor bump, that I had something wrong with me. me. I used to think that like herpes. Me too. I was like, why do my like? Or I was like, I'm disgusting. Like, why do I have zits down here? That's what I would think. Yeah. I would get so scared. I would call my OBGYN all the time. I'd be like, <laughs> dude, like, I just shave, but there's bumps. Like, what's going on? And they're like, um, ma'am, haven't you heard of razor bumps? And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oops. I'll call you back if it happens again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, so that's that. I mean, for the lingerie, if she's not comfortable wearing it, she shouldn't have oh, to no, wear did it. Oh, no, cut off? Oh, did I? <gasps> You're back now, though. The last thing I heard was that. Say it again. Weird. So if she is uncomfortable wearing lingerie, Mm -hmm. she shouldn't have to wear lingerie. Yes. A hundred percent. That is that is that. Um, So that's what I would Mm -hmm. tell him. The pig pig. Is it Mm -hmm. pigtails? Pink tail. I always want to call them pink tails. tails. (laughs) But I think that that might be like a fetish thing. Mm hmm. And maybe one day do that for him, maybe like a special occasion. Um, but personally, if I ever did that, I think I would start laughing because I think I would feel ridiculous. <laughs> and I think it would ruin the mood. So maybe maybe do it for him and then make him see that he actually hates it. Oh. And then he'll never want that again. Our approaches are so different. 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It might be different because I'm looking at it and I can like read and see what's wrong. But that is just so funny that you went straight to the pigtails. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. You know, when you get like a huge yes. text and they say like, blah, 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 and then they say something crazy. And so you, that's the part that sticks mm-hmm. to you. Well, that was the part <laughs> that stuck to me. <laughs> I was like, okay, interesting guy. <laughs> yeah, so like I I agree. Like definitely I feel like she's being put in a situation she's not comfortable with because she said they've only been together for two months and she's not really honestly though. Well, and I was looking at their age for context too. So he's twenty-three mm-hmm. and she's eighteen. So they are still quite young and I work quite young still too. Um but yeah, the, just like the header text, like how would I feel if my significant other made constant remarks about that? Oh yeah, I I missed a whole <laughs> huge chunk, but I'll let you finish. Yeah, I guess just baseline how I would feel is uh, bye, because one hundred like two months, and you're already gonna like critique me as if like you're my like I'm a child model and you're like perfecting these little things about me and you want me to wear this and keep this clean and wear these little stockings now no I'm 18 like there are bigger fish to fry out there at 18 years old and people who Mm -hmm. will love you and like cherish you and your body and accept you and your body like he can find someone else who's like a clean mannequin doll if that's what he wants because yeah he sounds really immature yeah I don't think that you should I think have you're to saying change yourself that's good no what do you mean I'm sitting I haven't moved at all Jason can you not hear me I can hear you now what the heck I've been sitting in the exact same position I know this whole and time. it's like been clear up to this point that is so weird. I, I don't know. I good now, though. So what were you saying? Um, That you shouldn't have to change yourself yes. for someone. Especially if you're 18. Yeah. Like, you don't even really exactly. know who you are yet. You're being made into... You're being molded. Yeah. Yeah. She should she say bye-bye. She should say Next one. bye-bye. Next one. Okay. So now, pick a number between one and five, but don't choose three. I'll do four. Okay. Okay. Hmm. This is an interesting one. Okay. Title. Why do guys assume I want to date slash be romantically involved with them? I know I'm not alone in experiencing this, but I just wonder if there's something wrong with how I carry myself. Quite often when I talk to guys, even ones I've known for a while... They'll mention they have a girlfriend slash they are taken. This by itself isn't weird, but it's absolutely not an organic part of our conversations. For example, I said, hey, how are you doing to a classmate I didn't see for a while? And he legit said, oh, hey, I have to go. I have a girlfriend with a stern face. (laughs) A friend I routinely see said, I have a girlfriend, okay? After I said, what's up? Just two examples, and these aren't guys that have no female friends. I'm generally pleasant and laid back. I don't think that I don't think I'm that good looking either, 
and even have an even mix of female slash male friends. Nobody is obligated to like me or be my friend, but it's still a bummer to hear this. In both of those examples, it was simply normal everyday convo, especially the one with my former friend. I gotta wonder if there's anything I'm unconsciously doing that makes this happen, or if I'm giving it too much thought. Anywho, your guys' outside perspective would be helpful, so thanks in advance. Hmm. No, I think that's a hard one. That is a hard one. I don't know if maybe there wasn't enough... Um, hmm... Yeah, I don't think there was enough context. Yeah. Yeah, there's just not enough. I, it must be the way she's like, there has to be something else that she's doing that people are like, oh my God, she wants Mm -hmm. me. Or she's just around guys that think that they're the the best Mm -hmm. and they're like, every girl wants me. So she must want me too or something. But what, how old is she? She is not mentioned. Age is not mentioned. (laughs) Interesting. So, yeah. So, maybe it's just when you're in school and, like, maybe she just – these guys are, like, cool or Mm -hmm. something. And I don't know. I do know – I think I've done that before, too, though. If someone, like, starts talking to me and I'm, like, kind of, like, why are you randomly talking to me like I have a boyfriend? I've done that before, too. Yeah, like, if – I don't think it's – the thing that, like, kind of stands out to me is that they're saying it. Like, she's saying it wasn't a part of their conversations and that they were saying it with a stern face. Like, if I can feel the vibe of a guy, like, I think I'm a super friendly person and I will talk to anyone. And Teddy always tells me I'm too nice. So there are situations where I can kind of, like, gauge whether a guy is trying to, like, suss me out in terms of, like, if I'm single or not. So... Mm-hmm. I I know how to casually be like, oh, yeah, I actually went here and, like, my boyfriend, we did this, blah, 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 and I'll, like, casually slip it in, but I'll never be like, oh, yeah, hey, I have to go. I have a boyfriend. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I, I might put a big question mark on this one because th- I feel like there is something she's not saying because I think, but also depending on where she is or, like, exactly the type of guy. I don't think any guy would just do that right off the bat unless you were like, you know, showing everything off and like they actually did have a girlfriend and she was kind of laying down those vibes. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I think we have time for one or two more. Do you want to pick a number? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to pick one. I'm going to pick... Let's see. This one's a good one, I think. This one's a long one, so we'll see. This one's kind of, like, heavy, too. Okay, so. I refused to reassure my boyfriend when he was feeling insecure, and now he's mad at me. What do I do? So this is the question. What does she do? Two months back, I, 20-year-old female, was feeling insecure and asked my boyfriend the stupid question. Boyfriend is 26. Do you think she's prettier than me? To which his answer was, of course, have you looked at her? And when he saw that I got upset, he defended himself by saying he was just being honest and that he's allowed to find other girls more attractive than me as long as he only loves me and that I should know he would never do anything to hurt me. 
I was still upset and kind of hurt, but didn't pressure any further because there's no point arguing in that type of subject. If that's how he feels, that's how he feels. The thing is, ever since then, whenever he compares himself to other guys or just generally asks those types of questions, I'm also honest. For example, he asked me if I think my ex is better looking and he got upset when I said yes. He saw me drooling over Henry Cavill in The Witcher and asked me if I would screw him if I had the chance. When he, when I said hell yes, he turned off the TV and acted pissy for the rest of the night. The straw that apparently broke the camel's back was a few nights ago when he asked me if his quote-unquote thing is small and I refused to answer and when he started asking me why I said because I'm going to be honest. He blew up at me, calling me cruel, petty, and accused me of cheating on him. I also yelled back some not-so-nice things and kicked him out. Now I'm experiencing the post-fight regret, and it's making me wonder if I went too far over something so minor, and if I did go too far, how do I proceed? Um, well, their number one, their age gap is kind of mm-hmm. big. Mm-hmm. So that stuck out to me. Um, I think that they both have some insecurities that they have to work through and me being a really jealous person, mm-hmm. like I, I get it. Like, I don't ask questions that I don't want to know the answer to because mm-hmm. I'm scared of how I'll feel. And I remember everything. Yeah. If you tell me something and I remember how it makes me feel, I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life. Yeah. So, um, maybe she shouldn't have ask that mm-hmm. number one which is kind of wrong to say because you should be open about your feelings and whatever but um I don't think that it should be something that you ask your partner like every time you guys watch something mm-hmm. like celebrities number one like they have gotten stuff done to them or they have the certain angles or their makeup or their wardrobe like they're meant to look good mm-hmm. They're not just the average Joe just walking down the street. Exactly. Like that's, they're supposed to look good. So comparing yourself to a celebrity is just wrong in general. Like I wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. But when you bring in ex-boyfriends, ex-girlfriends, then I think that's a really big problem. Yeah. Yeah. And that's rough. Yeah. Because no one, because then you're just comparing yourself to the last person or like you're like okay well maybe i'm not it for them maybe there's someone after me and then you start questioning your relationship Mm -hmm. so i think did it say how long they've been dating (sighs) no that's crucial i feel like yeah if this is like a new relationship and you ask that maybe just leave because if you're gonna feel this way throughout your whole relationship that's not cool Mm -hmm. but if they've been together for a while now and this is like a common thing i guess if you like feeling like that then (laughs) yeah i mean you know i I don't know i'm also bad with advice are you i think i am Hmm. that's interesting i yeah i think that they should definitely talk about it more and i Real, I just don't like when people compare themselves to other people mm-hmm. because we're not this. No one is the same. Exactly. And you have, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I I don't know how. Like, I see you're right about the age gap. Like, 
26 and 20 years old like they're both in very like crucial parts of like growth and like knowing themselves um but I feel like and it says too much back I was feeling insecure Uh, I think she's just generally insecure because like after they had that first kind of like where he defended himself when he said that she's prettier than me it was like ever since then she it sounded like she wanted to like get back at him and was like saying all those things like you know she's been honest ever since that occurrence so like saying oh my ex is better looking and then drooling over henry cavill if she would have sex with him and then do you think especially the last part like how do you recover from telling him that his member is small is there any recovering from that i mean no because then it's just kind of the same as like when guys are like you're part of the itty bitty titty committee like that stays with you and you're like oh like you don't like my boobies because they're small yeah you don't like you know it's like commenting on something you can't change well you can but like typically people don't really change Mm -hmm. the size of their wieners like (laughs) Like, that's not a thing. It's not a thing, right? <laughs> Reply to yeah, tell it's us like... it's not. A... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, here's here's some good advice. If his wiener doesn't get the job, he's got other parts of his body that will probably do wonders for yeah. you. There's more to it or, than just <laughs> yeah. There's way more to intimacy than a wiener going places god that there's like uh, other ways that you guys can share really intimate moments Mm -hmm. or you know maybe have maybe do it with the lights off if you don't want him to look at you if you're gonna feel some type of way but you still want to feel good turn them lights off girl (laughs) oh my god this is some quality advice i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) we need to reply to this reddit thread (laughs) you're gonna say here girl listen to my podcast this is you can skip everything just listen to this section we'll timestamp she helps we'll timestamp the advice (laughs) just turn those lights off (laughs) after the post-fight regret have your post-fight sex with the lights off (laughs) yeah oh geez okay i love this i'm gonna do I'm going to do one more. Let's see. Okay. This and this one is kind of, I've actually been through this firsthand. I wonder if you have to. So the title says, do you start to cling or appreciate someone more when you distance yourself and start moving on? I have always had a crush on my best friend. Now I'm trying to move on and get over my feelings for him. I completely stopped initiating. I would take hours to reply to his texts and sometimes I just don't. Now it feels like he started chasing me. He would double text if I didn't reply and would ask me what's wrong. Although he's the one who kept ignoring me a month ago. Did he sense the change in me? It does feel like the tables have turned. Should I just keep playing the game? I feel more in charge and I'm more in control of my feelings than before. Um, 
I got to like gather my thoughts. Do you want to start talking first about your advice? Yeah. So the, the first hand experience that I have with a situation similar to this was with the guy before I met Teddy and as I kind of grew in my friendship with Teddy um, me and the other guy we were never official but we pretty much talked and were kind of involved for about three years or so so when he kind of started noticing that you know I was talking he didn't notice that I was talking to someone else but he noticed that I wasn't giving as much like effort into our relationship like I was do I would do the exact same thing I'd take hours to reply sometimes I would just read his text and not even reply because it's just like in my head I'm acknowledging it but I never had that feeling of like oh I need to reply to this now and after that that's when he started wanting to video chat me more wanting to you know drive up to come see me even though he never did and like was trying to be more like affectionate and everything and that pretty much was the end of uh, of that like phase of my life and I think he definitely did sense the change and the tables did turn but it was kind of in an unfortunate manner because at that point not unfortunate for me and my future and like with Teddy, but unfortunate that it had to get to that point for him to kind of like realize like, oh man, kind of miss her. She's kind of cool, you know, but in terms of her question of should I keep playing the game? If you're in it for like a long-term purpose, you kind of grew out of wanting to play a game you don't want to play games anymore like I don't want to play games anymore maybe Mm -hmm. that's with age but like I think if you ask me that question at age like 18 to 22 yeah I love I was good at playing games like I you know like I know how to or knew how to like keep people on a string and it was a lot of fun like telling my friends about them and being like haughty and being like oh he wants me now well I'm not gonna give it to him because he didn't realize what he had in the first place and just going back and forth and kind of feeling like fulfillment from that um yeah I would have done that in the past but if she's looking for and she said this was his her best friend. So that's kind of tricky, too. Like, are you going to lose him as a friend? Like, if, you know, if, like, your romantic feelings or, like, this romantic situation doesn't play out. So in my head, for her, regardless of what her age would be, I would probably just, like, try to communicate and be like, hey, like, do you like do you have feelings for me or can we just like do you just want to be friends like just so that like I don't get my feelings hurt like I don't want to lose you like in my life that would probably be the mature thing to do I think yeah it sounds like they need to have the talk yes like 
and that talk sucks but it's like so necessary to have oh, it is um that's just my advice you just gotta have the talk mm-hmm. i wouldn't play the game i mean i'm i don't know because i i'm sure i have played the game <laughs> a, a lot of times mm-hmm. um but like in my life right now uh the games are just so not worth it right they're not worth the stress it's like, eh, yeah it's too much mm-hmm. so i just i would have the talk get it over with and then move on yeah i had the talk like two or three times with the guy before teddy and i got shot down three times and i still came back oh my god yeah yeah that's her dick isn't that <laughs> yeah it's crazy because you're like oh maybe things yes. will change and then they don't change and you're like well maybe i can make them like me or yeah whatever yeah i don't know like as i get older i'm not sure if i believe more that people not just guys because everyone tells you like a lot of salty people are like people don't change stop trying to change people but when sometimes it is true but then i feel like i'm more leaning towards the school of thought where like if they wanted to change just like you said what was it if they you can't change if they wanted if, to they yeah would. if you wanted to they or would. nothing changes if nothing yes. changes yeah so that's like my my school of thought now like if they wanted to change they would yeah yeah but i yeah it's also just about like self growth yes. i mean i think i've definitely done a lot of growing mm-hmm. which is totally like another podcast topic but um i've done a lot of growing i mean especially in these past few months like you you cannot compare 26 year old me to 20 year old me or to 23 year old mm-hmm. me like they're totally different people yeah. i forgot what i was watching but it was on youtube and like we shed pounds of skin every like three months like i know that sounds disgusting but like we're literally like we lose hair we lose follicles we lose like the surface of our you know like our epidermal cells and literally you can't say that you are the same person on the outside and even the changes on the inside like even in a short month's time so it's not there's like no static living in like a biological standpoint i think one of the comments i just read it here it says um keep moving on a guy who likes you won't wait until you're pulling back to suddenly act like they care and i think that's so right Mm -hmm. bye all of these ones are like bye (laughs) yeah for real (laughs) oh man uh i love that do you love that can we do that again sometime oh my gosh i would just like go through it and do it on the phone with you just because it's fun (laughs) <laughs> yeah I like uh, do you I my computer is in the other room so I will have you text me um song recommendations and I think it'll be fun text me too I have two different ones that I'm gonna play but text me too I'm going to play them at the end of this podcast and then I'm gonna react to them live and see how I vibe with them does that sound okay just because my laptop's not local right now yeah, that's fine. Oh, God. And I'm also, um, stay tuned on Twitter because I'm going to show you guys some of Cass's amazing boudoir shoots. And you've got another one coming up, don't you? 
Yes, <gasps> in May. Is it with the, are you going through like a different photographer? Yeah. So the one I did in January was with Liz Martinez, who mm-hmm. is Delaware. And the one I'm doing in May is my high school friend, Daytona. Oh, you added me out- to that group. Perfect. Yes. Oh, no, I can't hear you then. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yes. So she's from Daytona. She, her name is Daytona. She's from Norfolk, I Virginia. I see. I don't know if she's from there, but that's where oh. she's located now. And that's in May, you said? Dang. Yes. Well, I guess I'm going to have two sets of photos, but I'll show you guys the first set that she did with Liz Martinez. And I am going to kind of shut up now, and she's going to tell you guys where to find her on social medias and stuff so you can follow her. Yeah, so I have a lot, pretty much every social media. My name is Cassandra with a K, Rodriguez. My handles for everything is at K underscore R0DDD. And that's pretty much everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, I don't know what else. LinkedIn, I have a LinkedIn, but I don't really use it. People are <laughs> wanted to interview you for jobs from here. <laughs> Oh my god, that, that would that be crazy. Be cool. In two years, I will need to look for a new job wherever Austin's residency yeah, takes me. So we'll so. keep that LinkedIn in there just in case. And whenever you start, your <laughs> blog goes live and everything, you know that it's going to be posted here. And maybe we can do like a pod about that too. And when that date comes closer. Yes. <sighs> Perfect. Perfect. Do you want to say anything fun or memorable to the people before we sign off? I just want to say thanks for listening to me talk with Janine for like almost two hours, and you guys have no idea. This like, was better am, than the last one. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But now you guys have a little glimpse of me, and maybe you like us together, and maybe you want more of us. And it would be great to do this more. We'll do it more then. I freaking love you, Cass. I love, I you love too. all you listeners too. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye.